turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel Well, here we are on a Tuesday. The uh, women's power panel is in. Where's Elizabeth run off to? I'm not sure Nobody where she knows. went. <laughs> uh, she'll be back uh, and, and be here to drink. Megan is here today. How Good are morning. you, Megan? I am great. Thanks for having me. You today. went to bed early last night, you Good. said. That makes <laughs> a difference. I'll be honest. It does. It does. I'm learning that now in my 30s. But I'm <laughs> such a night owl. Uh, if I don't get my sleep now, though. Whew. I hate that because I am a night owl. I as many of you probably have figured this out since I've been doing mornings again, I am not a morning person. <laughs> I just am not. I am not Getting either. up at 3.30 mm-hmm. and 4 o'clock in the morning is not in my DNA. Yeah. I'm looking at Heidi. She's feeling the same way. She's hoping that I move to the afternoons again. But, yeah, there it's – and that's possible, by the way. But, uh, yeah, getting up at uh, – I get up about quarter to four every day. Yeah, goodness. And crawl, and I mean yeah. seriously, I stumble. <laughs> I stumble to the bathroom right. to get ready, and it's it's crazy, it really is. And uh, Heather Beach is here. Congratulations on your father, by the yes. way, Wayne. You Thank decided you. that he's going to run for office. Uh, I thought that was going to happen a couple of years ago, but he he uh, he he jumped the gun, so to yeah. speak, and and uh, thought that the uh, district was you know, right. drawn. He right. said this time he's right in the middle of the district. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm very excited. I'm very excited. I've been pushing him hard. I said, Dad, you got to get in there. You need to run. We're People all know you. excited. And yes. You're exactly what Saline County needs. It was you're funny. exactly what the state needs. After the, after the show, we had a few moments to talk, and he knew the first thing that I was going to ask him was about money. I always ask about money. Money is the mother's milk of politics. It is. And if you don't have enough money, you're not going to be able to play the game. It's that simple. Right. I mean, I wish I, I wish it wasn't that way, but it is that way. Right. You know, it a lot is. of people say, well, Trump didn't spend a lot of money. Oh, yes, he did. He did. Oh, what? You might want to take a real... He did. Go in and rethink that whole thing. $84 million to rebuild the military equipment that we left behind in Afghanistan. Uh, No, I'm just talking. Mm. Trump spent a lot of money on his own campaign. Yeah. A lot of people said he didn't, but he did. He did. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, so... um, We need donations. I mean, that whole thing... I mean, that's that's another... (laughs) three years away mm-hmm. but the more i see different things happening 22 can't get here fast enough for oh, me no. no joke i mean no that, joke. that that is the seriousness of the matter but tucker carlson asked a question today on the fox news site oh he didn't it wasn't a question it was a statement and i think he's full of it all right here's what he said 
the government can't push the american people too far uh, and you know what i say to that hey i know what america was like 20 years ago the american people are complacent they're fat they're dumb they're happy they don't understand what's going on i'm worried about it yeah you're exactly right yeah. my husband used to say land of the free and home of the oblivious yep. we are so soft and so accustomed to our uh wonderful country that we've had and all the freedoms and we've all the, had we've had, had yeah. and all the largesse and all the um you know anything we want is pretty much available mm-hmm. you can go out and work it's not going to be that way remember what jefferson said when the citizenry finds out they can vote themselves money from the public treasury, democracy will die. Yeah. And you're watching it happen right oh, before absolutely. your eyes, and you're not doing anything about it. Uh-huh. I know there's a lot of us, well, what do I What do I got? Well, it sure ain't just sitting something, on your ass. Something, anything, yes. Just well, and the it's complacency not, is horrible. And it's not saying, hey, I can't. You know, my vote won't mean anything, so I'm just going to sit at home. Yeah, I hear that. I've heard that. Every time I've heard that, yeah, that's an excuse. It's that's an excuse. just an yeah, excuse. It's just an yeah. excuse to be lazy and not out and do anything. I had people last week messaging me. Well, what's going on at the Capitol? No. I'm like, how do you not know what's going on at the Capitol? I mean, it's... Yeah, pay attention. <laughs> no. Well, and it was moving so fast. Every hour, it was I a know. new story. So. Um, but yeah. how do you not know what's going on? It's like one of the biggest well, things we've ever faced well, in our it's state. Just going to show that we're we're engaging people, we're making people like wake yeah, up a little bit, right. and realize what's going on. Because if people that have a zero to do with politics ever are asking what's going yeah. on, then hey, we've reached hey, a few people. Yeah, are that's true. That's yes, true. You know, I don't want to do politics. Well, you know what? Politics is going to do you. <laughs> that's yeah. right. If, that's at right. this point, you know, I mean, it's coming to your workplace. It's coming yeah. to your children's schools. It's coming to your community. It's coming to you know the grocery store yeah. when the world everywhere you are yeah you know i'm glad people are showing up for mask mandates at schools and i'm i'm glad they're showing up about <laughs> crt where have you been i mean i'm honest with you how long elizabeth you've known me for over a decade how long have i been saying how long is it going to take for americans oh. to say to the school system screw you and just Turn their back on it. Yeah. We've been talking about school choice for ten years, yeah, or more. Why? Why school do you choice think be finally Why do you around? think the left, left does everything they can to keep school choice from happening? Yep. Well, That's of true. course, because it you know they lose their little factories for right. making new leftists. That's yeah, right. little brown shirts. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm kind of new into <laughs> politics. I, I, you know, I just started engaging probably about five or six years ago, but really in the past couple of years. But. um I've been telling my friends in Little Rock that that the school districts here in Little Rock are are um, indoctrinating the children, and they are just mind blown. They're, they deny it. It's the entire state, though. If you talk, oh, like, I know, if you but talk it's really to some heavy of these here. People in the other, yeah. you know, counties, they think, well, we're out here away from Little Rock, you know, making sure our kids. No, it it's happening. happening. We're, we're in a rural Shoot. community, and I know my next door neighbor would never do that. Oh, but they, yeah, no. but they are. I live in a rural community, but and they are. You, it's gone no. to our school too. Well, and I'll say again. And I've, I get a lot of hate mail about this. Seriously. If you are a Christ follower, You're get the heck out of the public school system. And absolutely, if you're a teacher, you cannot just blow it off. Yeah. You got to get out. You got to get out. It's too far gone now. 
Yeah. Well, and of course, you know what that means. I've talked with a few teachers recently in my area who are very concerned about what's going on in our local schools in Faulkner County. And of course, the comment is, what am I supposed to do to make a living? What am I supposed to do? Healthcare workers that I know who are looking at the vaccine mandates. I had a conversation with a state representative. Well, you know, those people can find jobs elsewhere. No, if you're a healthcare worker, where are you going to go to work? Because everyone wants a mandate. So, yeah, we're ruining every value that that we've had. It's it's a between. And then I blame when you ask about teachers, right? That's where I blame the church. All right, I'm pointing the finger right at all of us. All right, right now, why is the church not starting schools? Why is the church not speaking up about what's yeah. going on Job. in our country? Yeah, because why? if they speak up right now, the way the world is, they're going to have their population at the church is going to their congregation is going to drop. Well, that's what they think. That's they don't they understand think. that people sure are actually starving that, for the truth. It's like they, it's I hundred percent agree. They're starving for the truth for sure, but they're they're so worried about losing their congregation right now that they will bend over for the wrong things i mean people, i'm seeing people are bowing down to the wrong they things are. keeping my congregation making not, my neighbors happy oh yeah if he is not standing with the he, truth he's not worried about losing congregation he's worried about losing ties money money mm-hmm. yeah. yeah that's what it, it comes is, down to you know what they don't know understand the at your church which church do you go to i've you seen it yeah. it's money yeah. hungry have y'all heard of engaged ministries it's up in north i think it's northwest arkansas somewhere on there isn't that where it's located? Northwest I Arkansas Engaged yes. Ministry. I, I would love to see is. that take off. It's a patriot-based church. <laughs> well, yeah. we are we are we are obligated as Christians to defend this country exactly. that our God gave us and the rights that we were given. Exactly. I mean, I don't understand why people aren't rising up. I don't. And everyone who knows me has heard me give this speech. But we are obligated as Christians. He didn't say it was okay to sit at home. Nope. No, but you know what? It's cancel culture right now, too. Everybody's just getting canceled. Local, big time. You Ask the disciples push. about cancel culture. Oh, yeah. I mean, it doesn't scare me. I'm just well, saying it does this is me. why. It scares me, but saying. you have to push back. You have to say, all right, come on. Yeah. Do so it. So here's the thing. See what happens. But how many people you in your life. You need my business more than you, I need yours. Do you, you know? know that have that kind of a backbone? Most of my friends and people that I know are not willing well, to do that. That's something you're going to have to face. And you're they're gonna all going to be in the pit Especially together. Especially yeah. when they yeah. right so now for the sure folks right. who think they're going to lose their job if they push back. I, 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 under, I understand what you're, what you're fearing. Okay. I understand what you're saying. But it won't get better. Mm-mm. It will only, only get, get worse, worse, is what is going to happen. Mm-hmm. And uh, it wasn't Bonhoeffer, or Bonhoeffer, I forget who it was, that made the statement that, you know, I I didn't stand up mm-hmm. for these people. I didn't stand up for those people. And when mm-hmm. it came time for somebody to stand up for me, there was nobody left, there. Right. And uh, I, I forget who said that. Happening. A lot of people say it was Dietrich Bonhoeffer. No, it was it was not. not somebody else however everyone's heard that and that is exactly what's happening now it made me think about what happened with our teachers and the letter that came out over the weekend you know we had the teachers association whoever it was it said oh doj we need some protection and a few days later the doj decides that parents are domestic terrorists right well now we know that all of that was a setup that they had been meeting in the White House. Oh, they were getting ready for thing. it, yeah. They planned it. They just, you know, they, they conspired against the American people. That's how tyranny works. That's how yep. tyranny works. But did anyone say anything two years ago when the left started saying, 
speech is violence. Mm-hmm. Not really. We and did. All of a sudden now, we did. <laughs> but all of a sudden now, speech is violence coming from parents to school boards. How long is it going to be before every word that comes out of a conservative's mouth is considered violence? Right. Okay. Here's how it's, it's happening. It's going quickly. I'm looking up at Fox News. Okay. DC Comics oh, now to reveal that again. their new Superman is bisexual. Let's cram all this crap in people's faces. Right. Yeah. This abnormal it behavior. Yeah. Our throats. It is the you way that what? happens. You be abnormal, Everywhere but do not look. cram it down our children's throats. All right. When we come back, <laughs> let me uh, give to you some words of warning that I've been ringing the bell about China for a long time. All right. And, uh, and it rightly so. We'll talk about that when we continue here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Don't forget about Pat Davis. I don't want you to forget. I talk about him all the time, but I know people a lot of times, you, you know, the whole thing about health insurance and stuff isn't the foremost thing on your mind. Typically, paying your rent or paying your mortgage and buying food and, and uh, you know, do you have ESPN or whatever is the foremost thing on your mind right now i know we're sitting here talking about for instance we're talking about serious subjects and a lot of you saying well what do you think the razorbacks beat auburn this weekend it doesn't matter i'm just telling you it doesn't matter uh pat davis wants you to know though this does matter uh you need health insurance and uh, he can save you 30 to 50 percent on your health insurance it's real health insurance it is not a share plan and you can choose any provider in the nation. That is a huge benefit. And there are no co-pays. Uh, those few facts right there should spur you to call him at 501-605-6935. It's 501-605-6935 or uh, yourhealthplanman.com. Uh, you know, I'm on Medicare now. The government says, Dave, you want to get your Social Security, you got to take Medicare so I'm on government health care now. Uh, and one of the things that uh, came along with that is that uh, I didn't know beans about what my rights were and stuff. I got a hold of the people that could tell me and, and got uh, got the word about what I needed to do. Have you done that about health insurance? Call Pat. Let him help you. 501-605-6935. You wonder where your wall is on the southern border? There it is. just all piled up. And they won't is erect that rust? it. It's pictures down in Texas of the wall so that they won't put together. That they just took oh. all the, all the funding away from. It's just so sad because you know our our southern border is under control. I mean, yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. absolutely. No it looks there. that way. Nothing to see. Kamala yeah. didn't want to visit. And that's it. Yeah, they're gaslighting. See, we got all this stuff here. What was it, over a million dollars a day it cost us to have the contractors Uh, not work on the wall? Doesn't surprise me. And if we had spent half that money, and we were very, very close. I mean, Trump talked about it on Saturday night at his rally in Des Moines, Mm. Iowa. We we were very, very close to almost finishing. And here's here's another issue that we have with uh, our borders being open and the church, I'm saying, you know. Well, we're we're supposed to be helping those people. We're supposed to be allowing you know them to come over here. We need to Not have true. these bleeding hearts. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what my my church has told me. You know, if if we don't let these people come over here, what do you think God would have done? What do you think Jesus would have done? I mean, whenever whenever people he was basically a, a, um, a immigrant himself when he went over to Somalia. 
Well, okay. He wasn't an but immigrant. He was, uh, you know, this is a, a this is a miscarriage. He was a Jew that, of the that Bible. lived in that, Israel. I, mean, yeah. I agree, but that's what I was told a couple of weeks ago, and I said, "Well, shouldn't we take care of ourselves first so that we can help others?" Yeah. Oh no, you have got to help these other people. It's just not the Christian way to not help others. That is not accurate so, by the Bible. That's false. Doctrine. Everything false in the Bible doctrine. talks about us being warriors. Like people need to be warriors. It talks mm-hmm. about being a warrior. So you know, I just don't understand. You, you need to teach them to be warriors and go back to their own country and take it over. Not come over here and take over our country. <laughs> go take over your own country. Get whatever they can have for free and then ruin what we have so then we can't help anybody. That's I my problem. I would suggest that they go back and look at Jewish law <laughs> during that time. And and Hebrew Jesus law. was behind the, the law at that time with, with the Torah and whatever and find out what the Jews had to say about how to become hooked up with the jews yeah i agree they should do that but most christians don't even open their bible at all now they don't well i don't disagree with that it's very obvious because they don't even talk about abortion no well true and and we actually had our pro-life resolution passed a couple of about three weeks ago now in faulkner county good for you we had a, a leftist protester at the meeting stand up and say my bible doesn't have any judgment in that's it. like saying oh, yeah. the whole room almost <laughs> my out. truth I mean, yeah. I love yeah. those that's exactly what it reminded me of but i i was like well i guess you've never seen the old testament <laughs> yeah, you never read it yeah. never read it it was Hellfire. I could or, not or evidently she didn't ever read about jesus you know at the temple where you bind the, right. bind the cords oh, together. No, she, she actually mentioned that later. Well, I'm sorry. She mentioned overturning the tables later in her uh, rant. We we ought to be like Jesus. And I'm like, yeah, well, I think you're really kind of picking and Stretching choosing. Do right. you like. think Jesus yeah. is okay with abortion? Are you kidding? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And we're not, we're not about death. We're about choice. Oh, gosh. <laughs> It was it was hard. No, to you're pro death. I'm yeah, sorry. It was hard to stomach. Yeah. Well, we had we had a couple Disgusting. of folks stand up and turn around and look at that side of the room and say, "You're murderers." Mm. Yeah, Ooh. I mean, it was pretty Good intense. Ooh. It was pretty intense. Wow, we had the truth. Two people mm. called murderers. That's the new, you know, Dobbs. Keep that name in mind, Dobbs. That's the big, uh, you know, Supreme Court decision. This uh, this term, nobody's paying any attention to any of the other stuff. Because you know, they're back in session now. Dobbs is the one. Yeah. We'll Why is that, Dave? We're going to see because it <laughs> literally will take us right back to what was what we were like before Roe v. Wade. That's right. And that leaves because it up to the states. Because they made up that constitutional right out of thin air. Out of cloth. And, uh, no cloth. Well, fact. no cloth. Yeah, <laughs> but they did. All right, real quickly, here's this thing about China. Something to think about when we go to news. Uh Nicholas Shalain, who was a software chief for the Pentagon, told the Financial Times of London on Sunday that there is, quote, good reason to be angry at the U.S. failing to rise to China's cyber threat, even fearing that it puts its own children and their future at risk. We have no competing fighting chance against China in 15 to 20 years. In fact, right now, it's already a done deal. It is already over, in my opinion. Wouldn't be surprised. Yep. We Especially if we money. focus on wokeness with our government versus fighting our enemies. Yeah. Right. Yeah, they're not even talking about militarily preparing them to fe- yep. uh, face the enemy. We're all making sure that we're all, you know, equitable in the bathroom. What was it? In little, <laughs> the little Ab- was it Little Abner that uh, 
It said, we've met the enemy and he is us. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You know, and, and that's true. Uh, that That's very, very true now. We are our own worst mm-hmm. enemies. Yep. Well, and you said it earlier when you said that we are not recognizing around us what's going on because we're so soft. And we major. That's another point. We major it. on minors and minors on majors. I yep. mean, I, I've been saying that for years as well. Yep. Stay focused, people. You know, you you got to fight the, the battles, uh, but you got to f- fight the right battles. You yeah. got to fight the yeah. battles that really do make the difference. You don't want to win a lot of minor battles and lose the war. Yeah. And you're always fighting for freedom. That's why we are here today in this situation that we're in. Those of us who are here, God put us here <laughs> yes. for a reason. Every generation has to fight for freedom. That's right. I don't think our generation at this time is figuring that out. And I'm afraid that when we do, it will be too late. It may be too late now. I'm not sure about that. I say I that sometimes. I've always been a half half full cup kind of guy. Yeah. But I'm telling you, it's, it's getting harder and harder yeah. to see that cup as being half full, not half empty. And that's really sad when you have little kids like I do. I mean, that's it's a very that's why I fight so it's hard. Free- because, I'm, you know, it's like I have children. They are young. All right. A break, and then we'll be back here on the Dave Ellswick Show. All right, it's 25 minutes till 7 on a Tuesday. The the female power panel is here, and, of course, Heather is here. Megan is here. Elizabeth is here. We're here. And we're glad to have (laughs) them here. And we've been talking about, well, we're kind of venting a little bit because (laughs) here's the key. I know that they have been working hard uh, over this last session that's been going on uh, with our legislature. And uh, it is, it's disheartening at times when you're working something so hard, when so much is at stake, and when you talk to people about it, they just kind of blow you off like, Yep. Yeah, we what's knew a that big was deal. Happen. Yeah, yeah that we've kind already of decided what's going to happen. You know, I'm just tolerating your conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that gets, you know, it gets old. It I'll does. be honest it with you. Sure it, does. It, 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 it does get old, and uh, and I can recognize, you You know, right now you're at the beginning of the struggle, <laughs> all right, where you guys are at. Wait till you've been at it for 30 years. Yeah, I've been at it for a while, Mr. You know, Dave. And, and, but, yeah, yeah, I know. You, you and I have both been at it for a long time. And I won't stop, okay? But I now, won't stop. I saw yeah. something over the weekend about, why do you just, you know, we lost the battle. Why do you even try? And I'm like, okay, you know, you're already giving up. You're going to go sit in the corner and just give everything we've got to the socialists? Yeah, well, I've said do. it to they you, and, you to and when because sometimes you and I use each other to bolster each other up. Yeah. And the bottom line is, is if it's not you, if you're not willing to do it, then who? That's right. All right. And if you don't and you see, I'm not winning, well, here's the key. Maybe you're not seeing the win. Right. But there may be some wins going on there that you are not privy to. Right. Or how bad would it be if you hadn't stood up? Right. Exactly. That's another thing. But you never know who's looking at you saying, you know, if they can do it, maybe I could try. I think that's the, the one thing you never know. With uh, with the school board, the school board and fighting the mask mandates. I think if the legislators would have won that and it wouldn't have gone to Judge Fox and they wouldn't have turned it over. Uh, I don't think 
that the base, the grassroots people, would have stood up and fought like they're fighting right now. I think it's 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 made them have an alarm go off. Like, okay, we got to start paying attention to our local elected officials, and we've never paid attention to them before. We've never paid attention to school board members. We've never we paid attention to core reports. Here's, well, here's the key: you, you know? better pay attention. It's your kids, right? Yeah, it's that's there what are, we're learning. They are your children. <laughs> right. How do we? So now all this stuff you is just coming involved. to surface. Right. Now and if we had not surface. been there, though, we would have masks on our kids. All yep. these different school boards that have been sued, and the ones that we've showed right. up at, and they've won. It would not be the way it is right now. I guarantee you, if we had not showed up, if our friends had not showed up, if the lawyers hadn't showed up, our right. kids would be in masks right now, suffering. Big, right. big victory up in Northwest Arkansas. But you wouldn't know about it from the press. No, no. that's not, we not at all. You do from this show. You heard Robert and I talk. You heard Greg on the show, the lawyer from up there in, in Northwest uh, Arkansas. And he's been on other. You know. And and that it was a big big win. It really was. Yeah. yeah, Kim Hammer had him on on Saturday as well, Good. speaking about the uh, issue. And yes, because we had eight hundred to nine hundred people on a Wednesday at the state capitol, and not yeah. just once. Well, we've been there more than once. That's what I'm saying. It wasn't rally. just a one, one deal time, thing. Right. Yeah. It can't be just a one-off. You can't no. think that right. you're going to win by a one-off. And folks, right. if you were out there and you're one of the people that called your legislator or emailed or texted thank last you. week, mm-hmm. thank you. Yeah. And showed but up don't at the stop. Keep up the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. And even keep that stream of conversation moving forward. You let them know every day what right. you think. We, we cannot let the momentum die. And even when these legislators sometimes are a little snarky back, you still keep on. You don't right. just give up because they're couple of them are they will respond but they're not always really and nice. make and mental try. notes make mental notes of who is responding to you that's right and watch how they're voting watch them you can watch all this stuff on the arc leg website now i post a thing on facebook about it you need to learn that website you need to learn how yes. to look at it you learn look at bills you can um, look at the archive videos that have been saved on there you can watch live streams Know who your state representative is. Know how your state uh, senator is. You need to know everything on that website. You do. It's, it's a, a lot huge. more entertaining than you would think. Oh, it is. It is. <laughs> it's a huge it deal. is. I like Heather. It is. It's it. a lot more entertaining. <laughs> yes, it yeah. is. It's it's fun to watch. Yeah, it is. Fun who was to watching watch. TV last week? I know I wasn't. I wasn't. I was stuck glued <laughs> yeah. to the Senate. Yeah. Well, and here's the challenge. You say, "Oh, I'm so busy, and I've got you know children that are taking so- make it, playing soccer and all these different things. I've got things to do. Take one hour a week." one hour a week yes. make a commitment to start paying attention to what's right. going on at your local level at your city council at your school board right your county mm-hmm. uh quorum court there are things happening all around you that you can change and you can make a difference and they are impacting you they are the school they board are meetings impacting are you. one night a month usually or sometimes it's two nights but and only a few hours a couple hours maybe. that's it and you can always get up and leave if you, that's you right. feel like if it's too tired enough, you can we're leave. at one school board meeting till after 10 o'clock so you don't have to do that but it was very important we were pushing it for our kids to to not have to have the masks and we won yeah. we were there Here. till 10 o'clock and we won but that was one night for one month and if you're busy all the time, the rest of the time, fine. But you can take off that was one a, night. That one was night. the best school board meeting I've ever been to. Was down in Sheridan, Arkansas. <laughs> we made. The they news. are a different breed down there. And why was it? Why so was how many it so people good? were there? How 
many people were at that? Hundreds. I mean, we had doctors showing up on our side. We had nurses. Awesome. We had teachers. There was a lot of teachers that were against us. But and the community were, all came out. Oh, yes, yeah. the community showed up for their kids. And, and they were fired up. The yes. news people were, the local news channels were there. I mean, it was. Yeah. And it's all because the parents got together and right. formed a group. And then it just no, wait, spread. No, it wasn't local parents. It was domestic terrorists. Oh, oh yeah. You're right. Yes. Sorry. The domestic terrorists. Um, Sharing people. <laughs> you better watch out. That's, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, what is it, conspiracy planning there. Because yeah. we're going to all go to the school board meeting. Yeah. Yes. We have parents that are active in Conway as well in Faulkner County. Things are, people are waking up. You're yeah, right. Yeah. People are waking up. And if you're one of those people that's involved, go out and tell some more people about it. Right. Because the more you do, the more people are going to get involved. We've got to, mm-hmm. we've got to all right. fight back. And Cabot has, uh, they started a group called the Mad Moms. You see I them saw those t-shirts. t-shirts. I saw the t-shirts. They, they took off too. So, I mean, it's all over the yeah. state. You had these little groups of moms and dads that have just... It gets it's bigger your and bigger. kids. Mm-hmm. It's your tax money. Mm-hmm. It's your schools. The school boards don't own your children That's or right. your children's education. They need to understand that, and the only way they will is to hear it from you. Now, yes. I'm trying to think, what's Lori's last name that's with the Education Alliance? Lori Lee. Lori Lee, yes. All right. I got to know Lori Lee years ago when she was fighting books that were in the Fayetteville Library. The high school, mm-hmm. I think it was, maybe middle school, and uh, had her on talking about those books. Um, we are evidently going to have another battle like that in Cabot. In Cabot yeah. Now, that's my hometown, okay? Yep. So uh, I'll be getting in touch with them and having them on the air. Yeah. Who is this and what is going on in in? In Missy Bosch has all the information. I sent her a text message. She, I don't think she's up yet. <laughs> well, and here's the thing: if you're sitting there thinking, "I don't have children in school, yeah. so I don't," you are a taxpayer. Right. She has my been... home spent. My household spends a hundred and something dollars every single month, property taxes, folks, yeah. to support my local schools. Every one of you that pays taxes right. and you has standing. All care about our kids. It doesn't matter if you're elderly or young. She care about her kids. This woman that she's referring to, Macy Bosch, she she discovered this, but this woman is not even from Arkansas originally. Oh, yeah. She's new to the state, yeah. and she has showed up and done so much she for the state. She recognizes the problem, yeah. and yes. she's taking action. She so wants her she children from? protected. She's from Montana. Montana. She's yeah. from oh, Montana. Okay. And she, she she's not the only one. There's a in. bunch of other oh, yeah. parents that I've met through all these school board meetings that aren't even from here. People that don't even have kids that are right. showing up to these school board meetings. Yep. And they're not from the state originally. They're new here. And they're like, we moved here to retire. Or we moved here because we heard Arkansas was great. And, and then they're like, and look what we found. I mean, they've literally, all of them have talked to said. And they're speaking this, about communism because they usually are. have left a communist state like California. Yeah. And they thought yeah. Arkansas was going to be different. And they were right. like, well, we're finding out this is it's not just what we thought. a little more. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It, it is. It's been as public. You know, that's yeah. something you should pay attention to. When somebody has been under the, the fist of a communist socialist state, and they start telling you about, you know, this is what they did in my old, my country yeah. for, uh, you know, before this happened. You might want to pay attention. Right. You have the parents from, or not even parents, the people that are coming down to these school boards. Uh, one couple in particular that's been helping out and shared, and they're from New York. And they said, we left New York because of the tyrannical stuff that was mm-hmm. going on up there. Um, and then we come here and, and I'm, but I'm and so proud that they're helping because they've, They've done so much work and they don't even have children and they're helping at the school boards. If it happens on the left coast yeah. or the right coast, it's coming to you. Yep. I mean, it's, it is going to right. come to you. 
Well, and with our borders being wide open, it's all the communism coming from the communist countries on a national basis. Steve Hilton the other night, and I did not know, he has a British accent, I did not know he is Hungarian. And the other night on his show, he said, my family grew up in communism in Hungary. This is coming here. You need to fight Mm -hmm. this. There's been a couple, two or three prominent national voices that are American citizens now, but... Ted Cruz. Stuart Barney, I came here because I yeah. wanted the freedoms in our country, and I became a citizen Talk here, to Robert Steinbach. and it's going away. Yeah. This so father walked from communist yes. Europe all the way to Israel oh, to wow. be free. Unbelievable. They'll tell you. I, mean, I know people and from saying, Venezuela, and up. they will tell you. This, if you ever know anybody from Venezuela and they've left, they will tell you. I mean, we, you are We're so lucky. Way, yes, and they're like, please mm-hmm. don't do this. Do not do this. They're fighting with us because they came here for a reason. Well, and I'll say it is the Biden regime that's doing this, the leftists, the Democrats. And it happened way before that. We had it, you know. It's been happening, but they are accelerating, and we've got to stop it. All right. We're going to take – I'm going to stop it. We've got to take a a break here on the the Dave Ellswick Show. Don't forget about East End Towing. Uh, No matter what situation you find yourself in, there is – I know, look, one of the biggest frustrations you can face in life – is you're trying to go somewhere and your car stops. I mean, that's just a, a frustrating experience. And you know how the old saying goes, it will always happen at the most inopportune time. Like on a 102-degree day and you're standing on the side of the highway and you're baking on the shoulder and uh, you need to get to where you're going and you need somebody who knows what they're doing to help you out. Well, that's where East End Towing comes in. What you need to do is call them. Their number is uh, 501-888-8849. Here's why I say East End Towing. Because no matter the situation, uh, they can handle it and they've got the answers about it. They know what to do about private property tows. They know how to tow your car and what happens if you're in your car, but behind your car you've got a boat or a trailer you know, or a camper. Well, they know what to do in those cases as well. Uh, they uh, will make sure that your car gets to where you want it to, not to somebody's impound lot. And and that's important to save you money. So, again, use East End Towing. That's what you do if your car breaks down. You call East End Towing. Put this number in your phone, 501-888-8849. That's 501 888 8849 and at least have a little bit of peace of mind about who you're calling uh, if bad things happen to you. This is uh, one of my favorite hours of the week uh, <laughs> when I have the ladies in. Uh, I, I believe that uh, the Republican women may be the driving force to almost save us, to be honest. Oh, yeah. And, Mama Bear. You know, Mama some Bear of the energy. people that are over there that are really, really fighting the battle hard robin lundstrom thank you yes yes <laughs> she's one of my you favorite haven't had people. her on lately either no i have i need to get robin back i know i gave her a break you know she needs a break yeah. you know she has worked hard yes same way with the mary bentley and, and others yes. I love they need yes. they need breaks yeah you know they need to be able to relax and to to kind of recharge right. but because they've been men since the beginning of this year they've been at it On that topic, if you were the ones that were lambasting your lawmakers last week, 
take extra time to support those that have done the right thing. Absolutely. Go out of your way. Let them know that you're standing right there with them because it's getting really, really tough. Yes, right. it is. It's, it's yep. a thankless job a lot You've of times. You've got to let them know, the ones who do the right thing. Yep. Let them know. you got to let them know. I yeah. did a huge post on that. I was like, here are all the senators that fought for you. Thank I didn't you. say about these are the ones that didn't, but I was like, we're going to praise the ones that did. We're going to give yeah. them credit because I saw firsthand them fighting the nail for us so good for two weeks for two weeks they fought so proud of them well they've been fighting you know other ways behind the scenes as well oh yes they fought very hard for the last two weeks to try to turn that boat yeah they did thank you gary stubblefield one of my favorite guys yeah i love bob too dan sullivan yes several several we can we'll leave somebody out if we start naming names yeah we were watching. We know who you are. Yeah, <laughs> they've been doing their jobs and and keeping at it, and that's and that's good. Yeah, and uh, you're going to win some. You're going to lose some. The goal is to win enough that you win the war. Well, yeah. let me let me say this: in 2013, a lot of political activist people in our state told our lawmakers, "When you vote for Obamacare, you're ruining yourself." And it has it has come to pass. Okay. We tried to tell them they didn't want to hear it. They did it anyway. It has come to pass. This last two weeks is another watershed moment. People have made their decisions based on what you did last week. Absolutely. And we told you so, so and it will come to pass. They were so afraid to pass that SB 731 because they were were thinking it would end up in a lawsuit. I said, this is all going to end up in a lawsuit. The congressional maps are going to end in a lawsuit. All this stuff is going to end up in lawsuits. Just do it. Anytime you're dealing with the left, I just said exactly. it a minute ago. Everything you do, they're going to take it to court. Lawsuit. They don't yeah. like it. Immediately, they've decided they're not going to follow the law. Look at look at Biden. Yeah. I don't like the law, so I'm just not going to follow it. And why do they do that? Because they can't, for the most part, win elections. Yeah, That's right, because they can't win on the issues. That's exactly right. That's the whole point. And they're so doing it right here it in our the state. They're doing it in Little Rock. And go yeah. in front of the judges that you've packed our legal yes. system with. Exactly. And cheat and, and steal win that and lie. Way. You know, do it that way. And, and win by minority, not by majority voice. Right. That's that why it there. won't work. There are more of us than them, and we are not going but to if take they don't, it. But if no. they don't stand up, then there's not more of you than them. Uh-huh. I think I think that's changing. It I is. really I do think that's more, changing. I more, hope it doesn't change too late. We need more right? conservative judges. That's the thing. I mean, it's just like with Judge Fox here in Little Rock. I mean, we have a, a bunch of liberal judges that are here in little rock that are just they overreach they, as well they oh yeah, only have absolutely. jurisdiction in their own area they do and yet they, they do. put in national injunctions why it's Which, getting thrown out because yeah, yeah they're overreaching yeah, yeah they're and every overreaching. one of it every time it goes to the next level in our case the eighth circuit right. it gets thrown out right but how long does it take right they're and just, the whole yeah. point is by that point Wasting in time, time down the line it's they've already, already won been in the grand. battle right yeah. that's right and they think that that was the thing with Judge Fox. He's a circuit court judge. They thought that he could have, you know, jurisdiction over the whole state. No, it's no, just for your nope, area. Nope. You know, that's what the thing with this, all these school districts. They were like, well, Judge Fox did that. I'm like, but that's but just for no this Pulaski County you, right? area. He's a circuit court judge. We need bold, conservative attorneys to fight <sighs> back. No so joke. how many months did our kids have to be masked and stuff? Because I we know. were sitting there how fighting much, him. How much money have people he poured lost, out in lawsuits? We wasted time and money Hiring these him. attorneys to, you know... It's just, it's mind-blowing. Yeah, and it's frustrating. I love how they take sit up in their ivory tower and just point at the oh, peons wow. and say, mm-hmm. do it this way. Yeah. Well, you know, I've I never been so. a believer in that, but it's happening now mm-hmm. that our elites across our society 
I mean, look at the look at the Democrats every day on the news. They're not wearing a mask until the camera comes oh, around, yeah. and then they got because you're the peon, on. and we are the elites, and we get to do whatever we like, oh, yeah. and you will comply. Yeah. How many and videos? Does, does that not sound not. familiar? Let me think about this. Yeah. See, over in, in Russia, hmm. people were starving and mm-hmm. didn't have good places to mm-hmm. live, and the people who were in power lived in these really nice places mm-hmm. and stuff, work? just yeah. like those mm-hmm. movies that you've seen on <laughs> on the big screen yeah. of how. Yeah. Hmm. But it's socialism interesting how great. totalitarianism mm-hmm. works that way. Socialism is a great right idea. <laughs> Bongino's been saying this. We're like the frogs in the little pot. Oh, and we've the water's been, just been for a long, long time. Getting heated up and yeah. heated up and yeah. heated up. And most people hadn't even figured it out yet. Nope. Well, we're mm-hmm. here to inform them. We're going to tell them. Keep on. Yep. That's keep what talking. I would say. Keep tell on to you. Know. Keep telling us to be quiet. That's why I like having you on. Nobody would have even heard about what was the lady's name in Cabot? Missy, Missy Bosch. Okay, how did people get a hold of you? Do you her? Do you know? She's on Facebook. Facebook. She's okay. on Facebook. How do you spell her last name? B O S C H. That's correct. Okay. Yeah. If you're so, in Cabot, uh, go look on, her up. go on uh, Facebook and find her and say, yeah. "How can I help you?" Yeah. You know, where can I join you? And uh, you know, number one, I think we should get rid of libraries anyway, and and everybody should have a Kindle. But that's just me. <laughs> All right. I love hard books. Though. I know hardbacks. You know, as far as that's concerned. But the bottom line is, yeah, we got to, you got to, I'm just telling you, the enemy is at the gate. No, right. they're in the gate. They're in the gate. Know, they're already already in the gate. They're, they're all around us. They're it's everywhere so, you look. so scary yeah. right now. So, in your workplace, in your church, in your stores, in your everywhere. Church, you know so what's scary. bad is that the people that are part of the enemy and don't even know it. Mm-hmm. I mean, they don't. They don't know that they are. I'm reading a book right now about social justice you know, I was telling Heather about it before the show. The guy, the author, makes a great statement. You know, to communicate, you know, words have meaning. So you got to be able to communicate by speaking right. words. That but everyone he, understands here's the problem. What they mean. Here's the problem. When you say a word and someone from the left says a word, that's yes. you're saying the same words, but you're coming from different dictionaries. Because they're trying to turn everything upside down. But I like that. That's so smart, I like that yeah. statement. I like that statement. You make sure you're speaking from the same dictionary, right? Exactly. Because you may not be. Right. Keep that in. Keep Most that of the time in mind. <laughs> yeah, that's happening. All right, Bible guys are next, ladies. I really appreciate that you come get up this early in the morning <laughs> and and come in and, and be part of the show. Thank you for no having problem. us. I appreciate yeah, you doing it. Us. My pleasure. All right, yes. and I want to get a hold of Miss Bosch. I want okay. her on the show. I text her. So, got a yeah. couple minutes before uh, seven. We've got news coming your way, and then more of the Dave Ellswick show. Don't say I love you enough 
Till it's too late. It's not too late. All right, let's move into uh, time for the Bible Guys. Bible Guys down to just one people, so it's Bible Guy today. We've got uh, uh, Billy in for uh, the three of them. Uh, Steve had to work today. Scott had to be out of pocket. He said he'd be back next week. Steve, hopefully we'll be back next week. It's at the whim of the federal government. There you go. It's just the the way that uh, all works. I want to talk to you about... I'm I'm reading a book. I told you I'm reading a Mm -hmm. book right now. I read constantly. While I was on vacation, I finished six books. There you go. While I was down in Florida. I do a lot of audio books these days. What? Uh, I do a lot of audio books these days. Yeah. Um, I can't. You know what I do? What's that? (laughs) (laughs) Well, see, I'm I'm kind of rough the opposite. (laughs) Uh, uh, I, I have found that in recent years uh if i spend much time actually reading um then i get sleepy very quickly where i can listen to an audiobook for hours at a time without it bothering me and particularly when i'm driving and stuff uh i was actually listening to a little bit of ear candy driving over here so what were you listening to? so so i tend to uh, i will tend to listen to something that is instructional oh, okay. and then something that is uh, purely entertainment, right? And, and I'm, I'm in my purely entertainment phase right now. And I have picked up um, several of the Jack Racher series. All so, right. Those um, are great books, yeah, brother. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm working on Without Fail uh, as of this morning. Okay. So, yeah. It's enjoyable. So, so. You're, you're reading uh, Lee Child now. I am. I am. Yeah. So, I like Lee Child. I've, I, got, I've got all of his, his books. Stuff. I've read them all. Yep. I think it's 21 now. Woo. You know, I've so, read his, and I read Brad Thor's. I, I, I think I'm up to date on everything Thor has got in audiobook form right now. My so. favorite book that Thor wrote about Scott Horvath, that is his hero, yep. Yep. is the one where the guy goes up into the Himalayas. The Lions of Lucerne. Yeah, and goes down in the crack in the ice yep. and digs out an old microbe. That uh, oh oh that's not the lines of the that, that, that um, Hannibal was bringing across the mountains yeah and I, I remember the book I don't remember the title he, he took it and, and weaponized yeah. it yeah and I thought to myself you know now being in COVID times now mm-hmm. I kind of used this in my own mind as somebody could do that I read an article not more than a month ago. The Chinese, the United States, England, and other countries are all up pulling up these ice cores yep. up in Antarctica looking for yep. Yep. microbes. Yep. Because some of those microbes have never been loose on the earth since the ice age. Right, right. Now, I want you to think about that. Well, well, let's go up and look for those, and let's see if we can resuscitate them yeah so see to if we speak. can find something to which the current human population has zero resistance to yeah. and and you know when they when fauci and all and and rand paul and all of them are talking about you know i forget what the term is that they use they're doing this with uh this particular uh, uh virus they're talking about weaponizing it. That is what they're talking about. Yeah. This is this is you know, it's chemical warfare basically. Yep. Yep. Yeah, and it's you know, it's evil to begin with. Um, and number two, complete side note: How does that man keep his job? 
Uh, uh, I mean, Fauci. Fauci. Yeah. How's that man still got a job? Uh, he, you know, he said yesterday that your kids can go trick or treating if they want to. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I don't. I don't think I've ever listened to him at all, and I'm certainly not. Uh, I certainly am not letting that man influence my life. I, I guess there are some some influences simply because of mass and no mass and mass and no mass and no. And by, by the way, if I flip flopped as much on my boss as that man has, I certainly would not have a job. But. Um, so biblically, we know there's a time coming when a plague of some sort will will sweep across the earth, right? Um, it's just one of those things that's going to happen. And whether that's dug up out of an ice core or created in a lab or whatever that might be. I mean, that's what the stand is about. Right. There is a, there is a plague coming. Um, and I think kind of what we've seen over the last 18 months or so is a bit of a precursor to that. Um, it is prepping the mentality of people. And, you know, the old statement, um, never waste, a, what is it, never waste a crisis. Yeah. Um, they're prepping for how. Thank you, Rahm Emanuel. Yeah, they're, they're, they're prepping for how they will be able to. It's all about control, people. It's, it's, it's all about control. Um, and this was a dry run at what will happen when something seriously goes wrong. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens over the next, um, say, eight to ten years. Um, In the military, you would know that we would always say, when the balloon really goes up. Yep, yep. That's what we're talking about now. When the balloon really goes up. Because this, the balloon didn't really go up. This no. was, you know, this is a way, in all honesty, now I'm not saying everyone in government is doing this, but there are people in government that are paying attention right now to see how far the American people can be pushed. Yep, yep. That's what they're doing. They're, they're, they're figuring it out. Evil exists. Um, that is something that most people don't want to acknowledge. They will say it with their mouth, but they don't believe it's it in thing, their heart. It's a thing, by the way. Right. It's not right. some nephrous, just something floating out there in the ether. It is a entity. Absolutely. Uh, the Word of God refers to powers and principalities. Excuse me. Um, there is an enemy out there, and it doesn't really matter um from your point of view the guy sitting next to you it doesn't really matter if that guy you consider a good guy or an evil guy the enemy still wants to destroy him too that's what you have to understand the enemy doesn't care we we make all these divisions you know oh well i i think this way and i believe that way and you don't and therefore we're on and and satan doesn't care at all he wants every one of us destroyed yep um so we're the crown of God's creation. That's right. That's right. And and Satan wants nothing more than to defile and destroy that crown. So And he works at it all the time. All right. Question for today. Because we can spend this hour and probably will spend a, a good portion of this hour talking about this question. Now, the person who is asking this uh, may be, I think, may be mad at God yeah. Or he has been put in a position of trying to answer this question, and the person that he was trying to answer to was mad at God. So let me, and we all get mad at God. God knows we get mad at him sometimes. I mean, seriously, we're like any kid. We get yep. mad at yep. our parents. Uh, what do you tell people who know those that were harmed viciously or suffered immense trauma. How do you reconcile an all-knowing and all-powerful God that is love and justice? 
that permits or doesn't prevent such terrible atrocities on others, especially in the case of children, where the arguments of consequences for actions are invalid. After all, a child doesn't choose to do something to put themselves in harm's way, and it's not justice for them to suffer someone else's actions or decisions. How do you reconcile a loving God with the brutal reality that we live in? It's a good question. It's a question it that has plagued mankind forever. It is. Uh, it is a. It is my least favorite question. Um, and it's not because I don't have an answer for it. It's it's a question that we we address all the time. It, if you've spent two minutes in a pastoral role, some, a role somewhere, someone has asked you this question, right? If how, you're a how Jesus does a good, follower and right, you how live does a good out your God life, allow bad things? Um, and there are there are some fallacies in the question itself to begin with. Um, and, and this is my least favorite way. This question gets asked in a lot of different ways, right? Um, but this is my least favorite version of that because you, we drag children into the question as well. Um, and we all look at those darling little children and, and go, well, they're perfectly innocent. Uh, so why does God allow that to happen? And the answer is, for that particular part of this question, is those children are not perfectly innocent. Um, we are all born in iniquity. Um, we are all fallen from the moment we are conceived. Okay, um, so let, I want to stop there, all right? Okay. Because I talked about... I follow. I talk to Jesus followers all the time, right? And we're talking about original sin, all right. right? When when you talk to them at times, you know they'll bring up that point, right? And they say things that tell you that they don't don't believe really it. believe it, right? Right. Well, and it's a so we walk a, a weird line there, right? We understand. Um, that there is that if we understand it, we understand that we are all born in sin, but we also understand that there is a period of grace um, for for a child uh, at which point during that time they 're not held accountable for what it is they 're doing they 're not they 're not intentionally out sinning uh, i it's it's it 's interesting and i think i 've told the the story here on the air before I know the moment. Just like I can tell you the moment I was saved, I can tell you the moment I lost that child grace because I know the moment when the spirit was telling me, don't do it. Mm -hmm. And I made a conscious decision to do it anyway, to do it. And I felt the impact immediately. I was in I was in kindergarten. Uh, I was about halfway through the school year. I was walking home with some buddies and they wanted me to do something. That I knew better. Okay, than to do. and we'll find out what it was when we come back here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Don't forget about PI Roofing; they are ready to take care of your roof. I mean, you're at that point now here in uh, our our seasons that this is a great time for roofers to get on your roof. It's not, you know, 110 degrees outside or 180 degrees on the roof or whatever. Uh, the the temperature's right. They can get up on there. They can get the job done and uh, doesn't kill them, doesn't kill you either. And PI Roofing is ready to do your job for your home at your beck and call, basically. All you got to do, pick up the phone, call them 707-3551. 707-3551. When do you call them? When you know you got a roof problem. How do you know that? 
if you see discoloration there on uh, you know the the ceiling of your bedroom or your living room or your kitchen or something or some water at the bottom of the baseboards or you stand by back and you're looking at your house and you know when you look at a really nice roof it looks all granular and stuff when it all all starts looking kind of slick and shiny and reflective that means that the roof is coming to the end of its life and you need to talk to PI roofing uh, to make sure you don't wait too long. Again, 707-3551 or visit them online and talk to the great people over at, uh, you know, Joel and, and Veronica Johnson's PI Roofing. Okay, so Billy. Yes, sir. What did you do that told you that you had passed that line of, you know, you're you're not I, I guilty wanted, anymore? I wanted to be cool. Yeah, and, and they were using some language ah. that I knew was inappropriate to be using. So yeah, right. I, I dropped a couple, of, and and it really was, um, it really was instant. Um, it, the moment I opened my mouth, and and those unpretty words left my mouth, um, I felt uh, a a withdrawal of the spirit. I, I was sensitive enough even then that I felt the the spirit withdraw from me, and, and I I. I ended up running home to find my mother and was like, uh, I'm going to hell. And she was like, no, you're not. Let's talk about it. Right. Okay. So, well, that's good. See that. Right. You don't have kids run up to you and ask you that question. Right. Right. Um, so Typically. we, we, uh, we cried together. We prayed together. Um, we, we, we sought God over that. Um, and, and it really. That broke her heart. It did. She saw the it loss did. of innocence. It did. Um, and we've we've talked about that on a couple of occasions since then, uh, but that was the moment. Um, and so it wasn't that I was um, good, quote unquote, prior to that. But what I was was innocent prior to that. That's, yeah. and, and I was I was living in a state of grace. And before we think that that is different um, than some other phase of life, understand that what I am doing today is living by grace. Yes, um, we are. None of us, none of us are, are are going to ever see the face of God without grace. Um, it is, uh, it is the ultimate gift of God that He is willing, because of the His work love. of Yeshua, because of the blood shed upon the cross, to go. I will extend my righteousness to you. That is the definition of grace, right? I I am unworthy of righteousness. I have no righteousness, and yet. Uh, Messiah paid the price, and as a result, he says, when when you stand up, when you stand before the judge, I will act as your advocate, and when the question becomes, are you righteous or not, or not all I'm going to do is look at Yeshua, at Jesus, and go, well, he is. I, me? No, absolutely not. But him? He is. And he paid the price for me. He He promised me that he's paid the price for me. So... You can take it out of his account. And by the way, as God in the flesh, his account is infinite, and he's got me covered. So, And when you stand at the final judgment, think of this. When God looks down on you or sits across from you, I don't know how it's going to be exactly. I don't know if there's going to be a celestial throne up, you you know, stairs that are made out of gold or whatever. But I do know this. That when that judgment is to be passed, he won't look at me as me. 
Right. He will look at me through the blood of his son. Right. And because of that, I'm I'm going to be saved from yep. destruction. That's what yep. it comes down to. Absolutely. You know, and we we have to um we have to distinguish between so there most people maybe not most people a lot of people don't understand that there are actually two judgments um that there is a judgment for those who are saved and those who are not mm-hmm. and if you are not saved by the way you don't have to see the second judgment because you're done already um that that unfortunately will be the end of your judgment um because you will be pronounced guilty without an advocate and you will spend eternity in hell and i know that is not a popular concept th- these days but that is what the word of god indicates um for those of us who who hear the not guilty verdict, um, now our works get yeah. tested. So you, you've stood before God and answered guilty or not guilty, but you're then responsible to the one who made sure you were not guilty. And what he's going to want to know next is, okay, I gave you a gift. What did you do with it? I, I paid the price for you. What did you do with that 60, 70, 80, 90 years of life? Um, it is a, as a man racing towards 50 I look around and go, man, that's going to be an uncomfortable question mm-hmm. because I know the amount of time that I've wasted in this lifetime. I know the amount of time I've I, I, I've been doing a lot of talking here recently about um, life purpose or life mission um, and because I don't think any human being can truly be satisfied and happy and healthy unless you are pursuing um, something that is greater than yourself. And and for me, that is um, as leading and guiding people um, in the knowledge and in their relationship with God. Um, and I haven't always done a great job of that. Uh, there are times when we, we all fail at whatever our mission is. We all fail at times, whether it's a, a lack of energy or feeling beat up or whatever. But I look back at my life and go, man, there was a whole bunch of that when I wasn't pursuing that. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a whole bunch of that time when I have failed miserably. Um, there are a whole bunch of times when I was selfish uh, a pastor selfish yeah we're still human um uh, there are a whole bunch of times when i i, I just there's gonna be a time when i stand before jesus and he asked me the question what did you do with the gift and i'm probably just gonna have to break down and cry <laughs> it's like look I, I i've made a miserable mess of this and i appreciate what you've done um and i'm gonna have to ask you to forgive me yet again right and, and at that point the guilt is already paid for but I got a feeling you're still going to feel guilty when you stand before the one who paid the price for you. Um, now, he's going to absolve you of that. And then your your rewards, no matter how big or how small those are, are coming immediately after that. But there are days when I and worry. And then you're going to take him and throw him at his feet right. anyway. <laughs> there are days when I, <laughs> I, I worry that my pile of rewards is going to be pretty small. So it's like, um, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but, but back to the original question. And I said I don't, I don't particularly like the question. And. I told Dave before we came on air, the reason I don't like that question is it's generally coming from one or one of two places. It's either coming from someone who has had a child, who's lost a child or had a child injured or whatever it is, that is a parent mm-hmm. dealing with tragedy, or it's coming from someone um, in a hypothetical situation. In the first one, the answer is nothing. You can't say anything. And the worst thing you can do is offer some platitude. Well, all things happen to the... No, stop. Stop. Do not say that to a parent. Um, you can absolutely destroy someone 
with your words when they are grieving for a child. The best thing you can do is hug them and keep your mouth shut and sit there with them. And when they got things to ask, you just be there for them. Pick that up when we come back. Bill O'Reilly is ready to join us here on the Dave Ellswick Show. We're going to do that. And then Billy will be back and we'll um, expound on what he's saying. Back with you. Okay, so when we left, Billy was talking, um, you know, basically about original sin. So with that in mind, let's 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 first of all, you got to either believe in it or you don't. Uh, If you do. How much do you believe in it? Right, right. All right. Uh, Right. And this is one of those things, um, and this is going to sound uncaring at 730 on a a Tuesday morning. I really don't care whether or not you believe in it because it's truth, right? Um, Yeah, it's a truth. Right. Your, your, Your ability or desire to believe in it does not change whether, that's like that whole, well, I don't believe in Jesus. Well, that doesn't change the fact that you're wrong <laughs> it yeah, doesn't change right. the fact that he still came and he did what he did and he paid a price and all he's waiting on is for you to accept that and to acknowledge make a decision it. on it right. yeah um just because you choose not to believe something doesn't mean you, know, you, you can don't choose. have to believe in gravity you step right. out the window it's going to trip you right yeah. to the earth I, I was going to go with bullet you know you can choose to believe that a bullet won't punch a hole in you but when the trigger goes snap um guess what you get a hole punched in you so um this and this whole culture of well that's not my truth um i'm sorry truth is truth your opinion may be different than mine but truth is truth regardless truth is based on fact except when okay and and you're right exactly right this is what do you hear me argue on the air all the time i get so tired of my truth yeah my truth i believe this is the truth it don't matter the truth is the truth right there is only one truth. There this can't is, be multiple truths. This is the reason the left wins is because we let them play. We let them dictate the narrative. You know, why is not, why haven't we as a, as a group of people stood up and went, um, you're using that word wrong. That is not the word you're looking for is not truth. The word you're looking for is opinion. Yes. Um, so if you'll stop using the word truth there and say, that is not my opinion, then we can go, okay. At that point, I don't have a fight with you. Your opinion can be whatever your opinion is. Um, you know, what's the old joke? Uh, opinions are like uh, heinies. Everybody's got one. Yeah, Nobody wants exactly to hear right. yours. That's right. right. So um, if you want to say that you have a different opinion than me, that's great. But the moment you say, I, well, I have a different truth. I'm sorry. There's only one truth. Um, the, the, the sun sheds light, period. Um, mm-hmm. Well, that's not my truth. Well, I'm looking outside and I see a big yellow ball in the sky so it just makes you an idiot right uh, and, and it for those of you who are out there and who are young and might be listening and maybe you're not out of bed yet but, but if you're young and you're listening to this um and you and you've you're got some of on this podcast right probably later on a podcast <laughs> and probably at 2x speed because i know that's what i do but um and you're thinking well but my truth here here's here's the problem um it makes you look stupid. It really does. To, to anybody who's got a few years on you, it makes you look ignorant. Um, and you're being fooled. You're being, you're being pushed down a... The moment we can start compromising on truth, then we can compromise a whole lot on truth. But what you said initially is the main point. It don't matter 
Right. If you want to accept the truth or not, the truth does not change the truth. truth. Right. Right. So, yeah. So, uh, so going back to the original question, um, if it is, if it is apparent grieving, uh, I don't, I don't, I generally don't try to to offer an answer at all uh, because there's nothing I can say that makes that situation any better. Uh, You just try to love on them, um, try to be there for them, um, et cetera, et cetera. If it is somebody with a hypothetical question, then I tend to want to understand why, why are you asking the question? You're, you're, you're challenging in this particular way. Um, are you looking for an excuse to be angry at God? Well, there are lots of reasons to be angry at God. If you, I mean, I've been, and by the way, God is not afraid of you being angry at him. No, God is Thank also God not afraid that. of your doubts. He's not afraid of your fears. God is, God is perfectly Okay. In his self-identity. Mm-hmm. To use the language of today, he's okay in his identity. He knows exactly who he is, and your doubts, your fears, your questions do not change him at all. Uh, he's okay with that. Uh, matter of fact, if we can get to the point where we can acknowledge, you know what, God? I don't understand. You know what, God? I'm mad right now. I can't believe you let that happen. You know what, God? Um, there are days when my spirit goes, are you sure? Are you sure there's a God out there? Mm-hmm. And guess what? Everybody goes through those phases. Everybody has those questions. But the moment you can acknowledge them and, and seek God on them, then you will immediately find yourself in a deeper, more honest relationship with God. And, you you know, if you'll come to grips with original sin, a lot of yeah. things that you see happening in the world will make more sense to you than ever. Right. Here's why. Because of original sin that came into the world, the world that you see every day is not the world as it was meant to be. Right, right. Well, and you have to understand that from, uh, so I said I probably would never answer this question, and I'm going to delve into it. How do you like that? So one of the things you have to understand (laughs) is that from God's point of view. Well, I love you, brother. Yeah. (laughs) From God's point of view, our life is a whisper on the wind. We are as fog that gets burned off by the morning sun. We are a vapor. Um, it, we, we just, we're here today and gone tomorrow, um, Scripture says. So uh, from, from God's point of view, he is not worried about, well, he is. That would be disingenuous to say. He is much less concerned about the 60, 70, 80, 90, 100 years you're going to live on this planet and much more concerned about immediately what comes after that, which is the rest of eternity. And that is not even a valid statement because there is no rest of eternity. Eternity is eternity is eternal by definition. So, um, yes, there is suffering in the moment. Um, here's, here's the deal, though. No one suffered more than my Lord. So he understands suffering. And... He did that not because of the things that he did or because he was guilty. He did that because I was guilty. And therefore, I just have to look around and go, okay, I, I will accept the suffering that I'm going through because you already took it for me. So when you when you say, what do you say to a child? That's the truth, what we just said. But... A child can't understand that right, truth, right. all right? What they understand is the love, <clears throat> excuse me, love and compassion 
that you have for them, show them that. Right. And here's the final answer to your question. Um, evil exists. God created all of the universe and he seeded, he gave up um, the authority over the planet to mankind. And then mankind turned right around and handed that authority to Satan through our disobedience. That, that, is, that is the outcome of original sin is that man's authority over the planet we handed over to Satan and the powers and principalities of the air. Scripture is clear about that, which is why Christ had to come and do. Notice that Christ had to come get the keys to hell and the grave. They weren't within his possession. Why? Because those had been turned over to man, and man turned right around and handed them to Satan. Yep. So we gave up control of this, what was originally a perfect creation for us, and we gave it to the enemy of God. So you want to know why there's evil in the world? Well, because we created that. We chose to disobey. Well, I didn't choose to disobey. No, you're right. You're right. You did not. But you inherited. You know, just like the guy who who didn't make a billion dollars in his life, but his daddy did, and he got that money when his daddy died, you might not have created original sin, but you were born right straight into it. Uh, you, You have an inheritance, unfortunately. And the good news is, that you can shed that inheritance for a far better inheritance. Uh, John chapter 1 says that Jesus came into the world, and the world did not recognize him. It says that he came to that which was his own, talking about the nation of Israel, but the nation of Israel did not receive him. But then it goes on to say, that's not the end of the scripture there. It goes on to say, but those who received him, those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Look here, I get a new daddy. And that daddy, the inheritance I get from him... He's got all the money. Oh, man. Far better than anything I could have gotten out of this life. I, I, I choose to change my lineage. I choose, from being, I choose to go from being the son of Bill Miller Jr. to being the son, to being a son of God. And that is, that is far more important. So any, any suffering I have to do, any unpleasantness I have to experience, just part of the price. Yeah, I just think that a lot of people would have, a, especially Jesus followers and believers, and original sin is a part of that. You have right. to believe that or you don't need a Savior. I mean, right. I'm just be honest with you. But if you understand that and that everything from that point on is corrupted, right? it's a little easier to look at the world and figure out why it is the way it is. I, I will say tonight, one of our classic movies, my classic movie showing tonight over at Riverdale 10. And it's Halloween, so I'm showing The Exorcist, the original Exorcist. And here's you know, the I've key. never seen that movie. Oh, it's a great movie. I've it's never seen it. a great seen movie. It. But here's the key about The Exorcist and about a lot of movies about demonic possession. Demonic possession is factual. It's yeah, true. Absolutely. absolutely. All right? But here's what the movies about demonic possession never say. That the reason the demon possesses the person is to destroy the creation of God. Right. All right. That part of it gets left out. Yep. Yep. All right. That, that's the thing to understand. And that, yes, the, the one thing they do get right for the most part is that God is stronger than Satan. Yep. There are some things that you can get out of even a bad clock. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So to speak. All right. Let's get our break in our last break. David Lucas wants you to know if you're concerned about, uh, you know, 
out-of-control government spending, uh, soaring inflation, political unrest, the rapid decline in the U.S. dollar. Well, you're not the only one. There's a lot of us are feeling that way, and you're probably part of the millions of Americans that are investing in silver and gold to protect your nest egg. Uh, don't let 1970s-style inflation destroy your retirement. Now, there's some of you saying 1970s. Man, I'm having trouble keeping up with the 2000s. Well, here's the bottom line. I remember the 70s, and I remember how crazy it was. And, yeah, I don't want to go back there. So I can learn how silver and gold can help protect my assets, my IRA, my 401K, my hard-earned savings, if I'll just call 501-222-3315, the folks over at David Lucas Financial work with one of the only regulated and licensed national wholesalers in the country. So you don't uh, have to worry. You're going to get direct prices from a dealer that you can trust. The number again to call in to uh, learn about all this, 501-222-3315. It's 501-222-3315. Investment advisory services are offered through David Lucas Financial and Arkansas Registered Investment Advisor. I'm going to tell you what. I, I, I say this all the time, but I'm going to say it again. During the breaks, some of the best conversation <laughs> yeah. goes on during the breaks. Absolutely. That was, that, was, that was some good conversation that we just had. But uh, not for it's not for on the air because I don't think you're ready for it, to be honest. Yeah. That's the way yeah. I feel about it. I don't know where you're at in your spiritual life. Yeah. I don't want to cause any confusion. Uh, but And you can do that. You re- really can. Uh, you know, Billy, how, how should people, the average... Uh, Christian. I mean, the Bible is pretty specific about we got to be careful about what we let let into the windows of our eyes. Absolutely. You know, how do we deal with culture that is just day in and day out beating at us? Uh, I, I think the first thing we have to do is understand its source. Um, we have to we can we can never forget that we do have an enemy um and he seeks nothing other than to destroy us that that's his only purpose see that's an important truth that you got to get in your right, head right um whether whether you engage in the fight or not you are in a fight um now going back to the earlier um you made a statement about God being more powerful. That the, the movies often get get it right that God is more powerful than Satan. Uh, when people want to talk about that particular issue, I ask them a series of questions. Um, what is the opposite of white? And people will say black. What is the opposite of light? People will say dark. What is the opposite of God? And people will say Satan. And I will flat out look you in the face and tell you two of your answers were wrong. Yes, the opposite of white is black, but the opposite of light is not darkness. Darkness is merely an absence of light, mm-hmm. and God has no opposite. Satan is not the opposite of God. To be opposite it means that you have to be as powerful as, and Satan is barely a gnat in God's ointment. Uh, he is barely that much. Uh, understand that he was he defeated from the moment he stepped out of line. Um, our minds cannot truly understand infinity. We pretend that we understand the infinite, that we a understand. A finite mind cannot. Right really understand but understand that just like we are finite beings so is satan and he is battling against an infinite god 
Now, I, I think I've got a, a personal pet opinion about that. I suspect the vast majority of us are, are not the vast majority of us. I do not believe um, that we, at least not for the next thousand, fifteen hundred years, whatever it is, are going to see the eternal, infinite God face to face. I think the only God you're going to see is Jesus sitting on the throne. And I think up to that point, that's probably all that Satan had seen either. He was looking around going, you know what? I I think I can take this guy. And and surely if I get a bunch of my buddies together, I think we can take this guy. I could get a third of the angels behind me. And and, and he's looking at, you know, he, he knows what's to come, right? I mean, he's sitting there looking, you know, this guy's eventually going to die. And... I mean, if, if he can be killed, I, I think I can take him. And I think that was probably the, the hubris that existed there, right? He's looking at he's looking at the finite part of God. He's looking at the God in the flesh and going, if that's all there is to God, I think I can win this thing. Mm-hmm. And he has stopped. He has not stopped and thought about the fact that, hey, there's an infinite source sitting behind that. And the moment I step out of line, that infinite source is going to deal with me. The same is true for us. We can't understand, we can't fathom that, but understand that our foe is a defeated foe. Uh, all he's looking to do is take as many people with him as he can. He's just looking, he, he's an angry child throwing a tantrum. That's what he really is. He's, you know, yeah. uh, I, you're going to send me to he's my room. Deluded. You're going to punish me. Well, I'm going to break all my toys in the process. I'm going to break all your stuff in the process. Yeah. That's that's what we are. We are God's stuff, right? And he's like, well, I'm just going to I'm going to destroy as many of them as I can before you before you finish me off. And it's like, um, that's that's a pretty pathetic way to live life. Yeah, he's thumbing his nose at God. And, and going back to our earlier question, you you were talking about you made some statement that that triggered a, a thought in me. If we're going to ask how we deal with the most innocent being injured. Can we talk about the vast um, harm that has been done to the United States through abortion? Because there is no greater harm that you can do to a child than to cut it up into little bitty pieces inside its mother. And you know what? I can't stop a pervert out there who finds himself in some alone time with a child. I can't stop a guy who's drunk driving and runs over a kid. But if I will stand and let my voice be heard, and enough of you will stand beside me, we can put an end to that particular horrific practice. You know, I I used to fly a banner on my Facebook page that says, I survived the American Holocaust. I was born in October of 1973. Roe v. Wade. Roe v. Wade came in in February, I believe, of 73. So I am literally that first generation probably conceived in late January or early February, I am literally that first generation that could have been wiped off the face of the earth. Yet, not what my mother chose, thankfully. But millions. Um, to a point that it is a significant percentage, like in the 30 or 40% of Americans that have simply been killed in the last 50 years. I'm sorry, if you want to talk about travesty, if you want to talk about horrors, that is the horror that exists in the United States today. And it is the reason, it is my firm belief, it is the number one reason that God will eventually punish this nation in a way that we do not want to think about. God has always said, if you harm children, I will put an end to you. 
And we want to think about that as the pervert or the drunk driver or the whatever. But I'm sorry. Let's go back to what we talked about right at the very beginning, Billy. And that moment when you realize, all right, that uh, you could do right or wrong. Right. That before that, you were totally innocent. Yep. So that baby that is destroyed is totally innocent. I know I, I know a lot of people say, well, I could get behind stopping abortion as long as we don't have to worry about rape and incest. And I go, but even in that even situation. That, still an innocent child. That's exactly right. Now, I will say, for those of you who are out there who have, who have partaken in that practice, there is still forgiveness. God is still willing to take you to the throne, forgive you, sure, and and, and welcome you into eternity with Him. So don't don't think I'm condemning you. you, you that's can't what you've out done. sin grace, but I am condemning that practice. That practice has got to stop, or we mm. will be judged. All right, appreciate you coming in. Yes, sir. Always happy to be. You here. You know what? Just having Billy here was pretty cool, wasn't it, Heidi? You did a good <laughs> job today. Did a good job today. All right, Bible guys, back next week tomorrow. Uh, of course, uh, I'll have. Uh, Ken Yang in, and then we'll have uh, Congressman Hill and Congressman Westerman. That's all on the Wednesday edition of uh, yours truly, the Dave Ellswick Show.